And good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Good morning, Andy. Happy New Year again to you. Happy New Year to you, Denny. And yeah, good morning, huh? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know about your neck of the woods, but uh, we got a little bit of snow here in this last week, and I would imagine that uh, uh, the crews at Lindis are burning a few more calories trudging through the snow to get get the jobs done, right? Oh, you can say that again. Um, you know, just some places around the house, it's over your waist. If there's been any type of uh, snow that came down and our snow removal crews and, and all the plowing that we've had to done do personally it's uh it was uh three uh steady days my brother god bless him he uh he plowed my driveway out i wasn't home on the, on the big snow but i i made it back in time to uh to spend i don't know four hours in the plow truck after he spent i think 36 hours about plowing around so and our and the ice dams and the steam crews they're they're steady their their list of houses to get to is long Oh, I would well imagine. Uh, and and already, uh, you talk about being busy, already we're getting phone calls and text messages from our listeners, which is a good thing. Uh, and if you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, please call them in uh, or text them in, whichever is easier for you. And Andy will feel those questions as usual. 651-461-9226. Tell you what let's do before we go any further. I think Monica is calling in from Bloomington. I don't want to have Monica wait too much longer. Monica, thanks for hanging in there. What's your question, please? Hi, good morning to you both. Um, I have a couple questions regarding roof raking. Um, the first one is how many feet. We just purchased a roof rake. I know that's probably not the best because of shingles, but that's what we have. So I want to know how many feet back should we start for the best results and then how close to the shingles to get because I know you don't want to get on the shingles and then the third one is with what temperature is the best to do it I know the last couple days now are going to be cold should we and then you know the snow is going to be harder and crunchier to get off should we do it sometime today or maybe next week when it's warmer because we have icicles starting to form on the south side of our house and a little bit on the north side. So those are my three questions. Okay, Andy, what do you think? Well, um, I would go up as high up as you can reach. Uh, when it comes to getting close to the shingles, try not to touch the shingle at all if you can when you're pulling the right, you know, very, very lightly. It's going to be very hard to not damage the shingles or to have some granule loss. That's it's not the end of the world if you have a little bit of granule loss, but if you gouge a shingle, that, that, that shingle will probably have to be repaired, replaced in the spring. Um, as far as temperature goes, you know, when it's warmer out, I mean, this is a pretty heavy snow. And when it gets cold and it freezes, don't get up there. And if you have to chisel the snow to try to get it off the roof, don't remove it. There's the, the now you have to look at throwing some salt up there, or getting a steamer up there, or waiting for for warm weather. Um, I'd be more worried about the icicles on the north side. That's going to tell me that there's some heat loss happening somewhere. Some icicles on the south side of homes can be normal with our normal freeze thaw cycle that we get, especially if there's a lot of sun, not a very shady area. Having said all of that, if I could, I'd get rid of the snow rake. If there's a way to take a look at your attic and figure out what's going on in there and what you can do to better treat that attic to make sure that you don't have heat loss that's causing ice dams, I would take a look at those options. The, the least amount of raking or throwing salt up on your roof or, 
uh, putting a heat cable on your roof. You know, some roofs just don't have the ability to be insulated properly because the space isn't great enough. But more often than not, with insulation and ventilation, these things can be addressed. You don't have to worry about raking your roof. Andy uh, and Monica, thanks for the call. And Monica brings up another topic that I'm seeing in text messages about icicles, maybe where some people never had icicles before. And uh, and, and a couple of texts are relating them to gutters, either new or old gutters. But really directly, does the gutter matter as far as uh, icicles? I mean, isn't that when did you just say, you know, freeze thaw? Uh, what could be causing icicles? Let's get to that point first. Well, um, do the gutters matter? Yes. Um, you know, when we install an open gutter, what we see happen is the ice gets caught in there. And you got to remember, like an open-style, ordinary gutter, the face of it comes farther out. So you don't, when you're looking at it from the ground, typically you don't even see the first three inches of the roof. Where a hooded gutter like LeafGuard or any type of the leaf protection ones, you're going to be able to see that, that roof. Now, the biggest difference is LeafGuard or any type of leaf protection, you're going to get some icicles coming down where an ordinary gutter is going to build that ice up on your roof. Given a choice of having ice, I'd rather have icicles coming down. It's much easier to deal with on the ground than up on your roof. Having said all of that, LeafGuard is still the only gutter that I know of that has a lifetime guarantee if it ever damages or pulls loose or disforms in any way because of ice buildup, it's fixed or replaced for free. And that goes for any of the seams that are leak or any, any miters, anything like that. Now, are there some things that you can do with heat tape on LeafGuard to get rid of icicles? Yes. I, I've, I've had a good luck with that in the past. On my own personal home, I have, a, I have an area on a porch that I heat that the next time I do a roof, I'm going to pack completely with spray foam because it's only 10 inches wide. On a porch that I heat that the next time I do a roof, I'm going to pack completely with spray foam because it's only 10 inches wide. Right now, I have a dense pack of cellulose, and it's just not enough. The heat loss is too great there where it melts the snow, and I get some icicles coming down on my leaf guard. So what I did is I ran a heat tape along the, the back edge and then down the downspout. As long as I remember to have it plugged in, I never have icicles. Well, and again, I'm, I'm thinking back years ago before Lindis came and, and did all this great uh, uh, insulation in the attic uh, a couple of different times. Where I used to have icicles, I don't anymore, uh, but can icicles be uh, come about because of poor insulation ventilation? That's usually the main cause. Yeah. You're not talking about your normal freeze-thaw cycle. Yeah. You're talking about big icicles. And if you've got icicles and it's 15 degrees outside, it's heat loss that's causing it. And almost always... I don't want to say every time because nothing's every time, but almost always we can figure out how to stop the heat loss. Now, sometimes that price tag isn't what people want to spend, and that's a decision everyone has to make. But I'm telling you, just throwing insulation in your attic isn't, isn't going to be an answer. Raking your roof is a Band-Aid to the problem. If you really want to see what's going on in your house, a heat map analysis done by us, we're able to tell you exactly what your R values are, where your air leaking is, what your ventilation problems are, and then go from there and make the best decision for your home. Now, sometimes these fixes can be expensive. I, uh, we completed a project last week that, you know, it was all spray foam, everything. It was almost $20,000. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, 
Again, that attic had four types of insulation in it, Denny. Four different types of insulation. It means, <laughs> so if you were to factor in what they spent on trying to fix that attic the, the, the previous three times to what we did doing something we like to call the right way, I, I'm guessing my way would end up being cheaper than what they did, especially if you factor in all the energy that was been wasted over the last decade while they tried to fix it. Wow. Wow. I uh, just looking at a uh, unsolicited text. Of course, they're all unsolicited. Well, I should take that back. I we we request text uh, to to questions, home improvement questions during this hour. But this one came in a few minutes back, and I, I want to read it before we take a break. And you know who these people are. It says, "Thanks to Rob and Randall for promptly checking on my leaking sun tunnel. Also went above and beyond by shoveling my sidewalk that had not been done by the uh, HOA." I appreciate the service. So there's there's a salute to those guys, those couple of uh, uh, w- associates of yours that, that went above and beyond. And that you hear that story from time and time and again, don't you, with with your people? All the time. Um, they're an easy group to celebrate with the letters that we receive from customers, and and we love the fact that they they go above and beyond. That's what we do. We're there to to make your life easier and to make your make your house better. And, uh, and and good for, for Rob and Randall doing a little bit extra and shoveling the, shoveling the sidewalk. They, uh, that's uh, that's awesome. It's always fun to hear. Those are yeah. two of our so, best in the roofing department. So thanks for that. Uh, I tell you what, let's do this. Let's take a quick break here. Invite our listeners to join in. Any kind of a home improvement question you have, let's hear it, either by phone or by text. You can call or text Andy Lindis at 651-461-9226. It's still one degree above zero. We hope to hit a high of 17 today, although there will be a temp a low, overnight low of a minus one. That's going to be the coldest night of this uh, this coming week. One below possibly tonight, and then all above zero the rest of this coming week. Again, a plus one now here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here, thanks to Linda's Construction, every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, as we have been for years, welcoming any kind of a home improvement question you may have for Andy at uh, 651-461-9226. You can call it in. You can text it in. Whatever is easier. 651-461-9226. We have both, Andy, both phone calls and text messages. Uh, Let's get to them. I think David is first up here calling in, I think, from St. Cloud. Uh, David, thanks for hanging in there. What is your question for Andy? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, we replaced siding this uh, summer due to some hail damage. And previously on the house, we had the, from like 26 years ago, we had the one-inch pink styrofoam, the 4 by 8 solid uh, sheets of styrofoam. And it was repl- and that says right on it that it's a R value of 5. Um, we had that replaced with a three-eighths inch bandfold XPS um, mm-hmm. backing, and I don't know. I, I was told that that's as good or better than the old uh, pink styrofoam that we had on, but I swear the house feels colder than it ever has. So just wondering uh, what you think about. The- uh, I'm not sure how the foam was installed. The the three eighths fan fold is definitely going to have a smaller R value than the one inch foam. I mean, I, I believe 
you're talking like an R3 versus an R5. If like an R2 something, if it's a foil backed foam, if, if off the top of my head. And how it's flashed and taped are a big deal. Your air infiltration into the walls are a big deal there. So I don't know how that was done. What type of siding was put on? Vinyl. And it, and it was taped and, and wrapped. So they put a house the wrap on in, in addition to the foam? Yes. You're not supposed to do that. Yes, they did. Oh, well, they did. Just a double vapor barrier then. That's why most of that foam should be taped and Z-flashed. Okay. Well, that's interesting. A worry would be sometimes that can trap water between the two parts. Okay. What would so, uh, you mean, might want to might want to have yeah have the have the you know the I get a hold of the contractor and let them know that the house seems colder now. This is a marketably colder start to the winter than we had last year. So if you're just comparing it to last year, uh, that can be maybe a little bit dangerous. I, I, I don't know. But there's going to be a difference in the R value for sure. I don't know what type of house wrap that they used. And this is why we love our, our Infotex house wrap. It's it's really the best of both worlds. Again, you're, you're talking three millimeters thick. And because of the resin that's in the foam, no matter what you do when you compress it, the air does not burst, making it an evacuated cell. No, so we're talking about three eighths and one inch foam. That still doesn't have the R value of my house wrap. That's three millimeters thick in Insultex, which is an R six. So there's uh and and think about like when in order to get that, you're gonna have to put down you know, about an inch and a half of foam. You're gonna have to build out all the windows. You have to tape all the seams, and you still don't have a good house wrap. So it's a uh, I think the fan fold and the one-inch foam are the way of the past. You're going to see more and more products incorporated directly into the house trap. Okay, David, I hope that helped. Thank, thanks for the call. Uh, let's grab another one before we take a break for weather. I think Gene was on the horn calling in from uh, South St. Paul. Uh, Gene, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. Yeah, I was wondering if the weight of the snow can cause any kind of a cave-in rather than just watching for ice dams? Yeah, Gene, that's a good question. We're getting a couple of texts about uh, about the weight issue on uh, roofing. What, what, what's the story around these parts, Andy? You know, um, our houses are built pretty hardy up, up, up here in the North Denny, and in all my years, I've only been in three attics where I've saw that the snow weight broke trusses and nothing ever caved in. And it was a design flaw with ice dams being the major factor of putting all that weight up onto the roof. The actual snow load itself, if you don't have ice dams, if you're not getting a big dam or it's holding a lot of, of snow and water, potential water behind that dam up on a roof, your chances of it being a problem are very, 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 very small. And even the worst of worst ice dams, our houses are built pretty good. Where It'd have to be a heck of an ice dam to cause a cave-in through the roof. In fact, I've never seen that. I've seen cracks. I've seen trusses break. I never have to worry about like it just falling in. That's not, not a worry, typically. Now, this is going to be a bad year for ice dams. It already is. 
because of the wet snow. It goes cold. It gets warm. We had rain mixed in there. A variety of different snow types. When I say a variety of the, the light fluffy stuff to the, to the I may have a heart attack shoveling this snow stuff. We've had, we've had it all, it seems like, so far this year. So it's going to be a bad year for ice dams. But I, I, I wouldn't worry about snow load on the roof. Good. Good to hear. Uh, hang on, Andy. We're going to be uh, taking a break for weather uh, and uh, just reminding our listeners, we have about another half hour of the show to go. So if you did not get your questions answered, and we still have some text messages we want to uh, pick up on, too, when we come back. Here's the phone number. It's also the text number for your home improvement question. Six five one four six one nine two two six. The weather is straight ahead here on News Talk eight three zero. This is WCCO. One degree above zero. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, and we thank Lindis Construction for making that happen over all these years. Andy Lindis is answering those questions as usual today, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. We'll get you in here to the uh, studio. Um, boy, we've got some great stuff here. Um, uh, I'll get to this one here. Another uh, unsolicited uh, bravo to Lindis. But we have callers, Andy, and textures. Dorothy, I think, in uh, Minneapolis may be first up here. Thanks for waiting, Dorothy. What's your question for Andy? Good morning. Andy mentioned about heat loss on the roof with the leaf guard gutters. I've had, had those who got... I have had those gutters about three years, and I noticed that I have icicles on the north side but not on the south side. And I'm wondering, is this unusual to have, have them on just one side of the roof? And I probably do need a, a heat analysis done on my roof. And I was wondering, when is the best time to do it? Do you, do you like to do it now in the winter when there's still snow on the roof or mm-hmm. when the weather gets warmer? Nope, now. Now for the, the, the colder, well, I shouldn't say the colder. The greater the difference the temperature is to the outside, to the inside of the house, the easier a heat map analysis is done. The infrared imaging just works that much better. And snow on the roof is a plus. We can really start to see where it's melting off. And if there's any type of leaking going in the attic, if there's snow on the roof leaking in there currently, we're, we're able to discover that a, a much, much quicker. Now, uh, icicles in one area of the house versus other, it's pretty normal. North, south facing can 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 make a difference, but it might be where you have your heat loss. It could be where a vent isn't venting right. It could be, you know, it's just the the only spot that gets a little bit of sun. I, I'm not sure, but a heat map analysis will tell us all of that, and we'll we'll be able to hopefully make it a make it a better situation for you. All right, Dorothy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hope that helped. Uh, let's see, who do we have next here, Dennis? Bruce calling in from, I think, Candy, Ohio County. Wilmer is the destination. Thanks, Bruce. What's uh, your question today for Andy? Yeah, good morning. Another snow question on the roof. Um, how concerning is it for the actual roof vents that are towards near the top of the peak that they're covered up? Because really, I, I don't know of anything that I can actually clear around them or if they are covered. Is it Real important to get that uncovered? Not necessarily. If they're iced up, that can be an issue. But typically, they're kind of designed for this type of country to be able to vent through the snow. Um, And they're usually high enough up on the roof 
that it's not an issue. This is why, again, Denny, why we, we really prefer to put on the, the ridge venting. It's at the peak of the roof, and the, the chances of that ridge venting getting covered up with snow is very, very small. Even like uh, the one that we use, Snow Country, it has baffles to make sure that snow can't blow into the attic as well. That can be, I've seen that more of an issue with your box vents or what some people call turtle vents more than more than anything. But typically not an issue worried about vents covered up with snow. Okay, good. Thanks, Bruce. Hope that helped. Uh, a lot of callers, a lot of textures. Uh, in fact, let's grab another call. Joyce is calling in from Stillwater today. Thank you, Joyce. Uh, what is your question for Andy? I would like to know if Andy knows who to get to help take down ice dams. Yeah, Andy, uh, Lindis has uh, done that. Have uh, you guys done that? Yeah, yeah. We have the, the steamers are going now again, and uh, if you were to call our office, we could set up somebody to t- take a look at that. Yeah, Joyce and listeners, it's, uh, if you're for whatever reason, if you want uh, some other work done by Lindis, eight four four nine Lindis, easy number to remember, eight four four nine L I N D U S. We'll give you that before Andy uh, leaves us uh, today. Thank you, Joyce. Boy, a lot of text messages too. I tell you, there's a. I'm, I'm going to use this because it it didn't come off our text line. It came to my personal text from a longtime friend of mine who I know, I won't mention his name, but he's he's used Lindis. He's obviously listened. I know he's listened to CCO forever, and he he obviously, and I, I, I'm glad he believes what I, what I say, bragging about Lindis Construction. But let me read this, Andy, if I may. It's, uh, it, it's pretty neat, and it's something I wish I had written myself. But uh, let me just say it. Two competent professional carpenters from Lindis installed two large picture windows, and a smaller one yesterday. They arrived at 9 a.m., departed 5.30 p.m. They covered all the floors where they worked with drop cloths, cleaned the entire area before leaving, rehung the blinds. The cold temperature was a very short-lived inconvenience. New windows were quickly installed as the old ones were removed. The impact was immediate, as we could no longer hear the traffic noise on the street in front of our home. Very rewarding experience. All employees with whom we had contact were polite, professional, and excellent representatives of Lindis. That's pretty neat. And thank you, Guy, for uh, sending that to me. That's that's a pretty neat result. But you've heard those stories before. You never get tired of that, do you, Andy? Never, ever, ever. And our window department, uh, it seems like every job we, we, we hear how uh, how great they are. And, you know, we get that question a lot, too, Denny. People worry about replacing their windows in the wintertime. Yeah. I'm telling you, the, the opening, unless it's a lot of rot that we have to replace, in, in some some windows there's, you know, I've opened up a wall and found out that it's going to, I'm going to be spending all day here fixing rot. We can typically find that before we go into it, but more often than not, it's the old windows out of the opening and the new ones in there in less than 20 minutes. So it's not like you're left with this opening in your house overnight or, or for a long time. So we're, it's going to be a little bit cold during the day when we're working there. But when we're done at night, everything's going to be buttoned up and it'll probably heat better than it did in the morning before we got there. Yeah, Even absolutely. if we're not finished with the job. Major difference. Immediately noticed. All right. Um, texter, and we're going to get back to the phones here. Uh, good morning. This text says, thank you for the show. 
Uh, and you've kind of addressed this earlier, Andy. With so much snow on the roof, will Andy suggest using those hockey puck ice melt to melt the snow? There has been some icicles forming in the gutters. Snow is also on top of the gutter cover. Thank you, listening in Minneapolis. What about those uh, ice melt hockey pucks? Yeah, you know, um, you, you you can use them. Again, you're you're adding salt in whatever the it's not actual salt, whatever the the formula that the ice melt is made out of, but it's still corrosive, and aluminum does not do well with it. So use it sparingly. And me, I'm kind of a, a cheapskate. So I'm going to take like an old T-shirt or something with like an old piece of screen. I'm going to put, I'm going to put uh, my my normal ice melt that I spray on my deck, put it in that, and I'm going to throw that up on the roof before I go and spend the money for those. This is a big bucket of hockey pucks, and people just think they have to throw them all up on the roof where one will work. So I've heard of people filling up an old pantyhose leg with it and throwing up a whole a whole leg up onto the roof, that's way too much salt, way too much salt. So a little bit goes a long ways, and all you're trying to do is create a channel in the water for the water to escape. It's not the ice is the problem, Denny. It's all that water that can be, like, I've been on roofs, anywhere. once I broke through the ice, the water was deep enough to go over my boot. <laughs> no, these are roofs, not boats. So if you have standing water on your roof, chances are it will leak. Water is, roofs are designed to shed water, not hold water. Ah, good way of putting it. All right. Um, I'm looking at getting a signal. Okay, we have a caller. Anne in Bloomington has been waiting on the line to ask you a question. Thank you, Anne. What is your question for Andy? I have um, icicles on the front and back of my house. I had some um, insulation done in the uh, attic a, several years, a few years ago. But I look at my neighbors across the street and behind me, and they don't have any icicles hanging from their house. Is there something I have done wrong or something I should be doing? You know, without that's a it's a tough question to to answer one hundred percent without taking a look at the situation. And this is what the nice part is: the heat map analysis is a free service. We come out and tell you exactly what's happening on your house and why you're having icicles when your neighbors don't. I don't know what how your where your heat is set at. I don't know what your ventilation's at. I don't know the type of insulation that you have in there. Um, all of those things we can figure out in a half hour to two hours while we're there. So it's not a lot of time to really start to dive into your home to figure out what's going on. But that's a you, a good thing to take, pay attention to is, you know, neighborhoods, houses are built similar. Um, you know, not that every house is exactly the same in a certain neighborhood, but I know when I go into some neighborhoods, I'm going to deal with a whole bunch of story and a half homes. Some neighborhoods is going to be your, your two houses exactly the same in a certain neighborhood, but I know when I go into some neighborhoods, I'm going to deal with a whole bunch of story and a half homes. Some neighborhoods is going to be your, your two stories. But if you're looking around and you're the only one on bicycles, chances are you have something going wrong in your attic. And it may or may not be easily fixed, but it's worth investigating. All right. Andy, hang on. We're going to take a break here. 
Be right back with the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show. More questions following on the text line. If you'd like to call in yours, 651-461-9226. Right now in the Twin Cities, still at one degree above zero. We're going to hope to hit 17 today. But again, it's going to be a minus one for an overnight low. And then uh, starting to warm up. That'll be the coldest night of the week is tonight. Again, a plus one now from News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to the remaining minutes of our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindis Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks for whatever project you may have in mind. Uh, the easiest number to remember, and we'll tell you, we promise we tell you again, 8449-LINDUS, 8449-L-I-N-D-U-S. Or if you like to, you can, uh, in your spare time, visit lindusconstruction.com. 8449-LINDUS is the easiest number to remember. Andy, we've got a bunch of text messages to keep you busy here. Let's see how many folks we can uh, help out before you take your leave today. A uh, neighbor once told me, so says the texter, is it, uh, it is a waste to turn on the roof heat cables when the temperatures are below 10 degrees. Is that true? No. Okay. Nope. Um, I, I, I keep mine plugged in once there's snow on the roof. If there's not snow on the roof, then I, then I, then I unplug them. The problem is they take off, if you're putting them on and you're just turning them on on that day, it's going to take a long time and they might not heat up enough to actually cut the channel into the ice where the water can leak out. That's, that's what I would use. If you're putting tapes or those heat cables on your roof, I put them up there in a manner where I'm trying to get a channel built into the ice where water can drain off the roof. I don't like the zigzag pattern at the edge of the roof. To people try to think that that's going to get away from having a snow rink, and all, all of that, all I ever see that do is is lower the life of the roof. So I I don't like roof tapes on roofs. If I use a heat cable, it's in a gutter or up a valley. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the qualification. Uh, Andy, this one says, with the deep snow covering, you know, you've kind of touched on this before, covering up the roof exhaust vents, how bad does this screw up the attic airflow? Um, it shouldn't. It should still ex- exhaust through there. I, I, I don't. It's pretty rare where I see snow covering and clogging roof vents. They're high enough off the roof. You might not be able to see them as well. But chances are, behind them, they are venting. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Blowing, this uh, texture says this, Andy, blowing cellulose in the attic with roof vents and gable vents, but no soffit vents. Does it matter if the cellulose touches the underside of the roof around the edges? No, and if you have gable vents, you should not have soffit vents. Um, your gables are typically one that's going. They're going to end up being your intake, so that's where the air is coming in. It's flowing up and out the roof end. So it's pretty typical, especially on the lower pitch roofs where the cellulose is going to come into contact with the roof deck. Just looking at the clock, we've got uh, two three minutes to go. 
What does Lindis do when you have limited space at the plate line in the attic to put chutes in there and and then insulate that area? So you have limited space, well, Texture says. It, and then that's always always the worry. Um, the chutes are the most important thing to make sure you get installed. And ch- chances are those can always be installed because it goes between the trusses. So you're not worried about your your, your height level there. But there's going to be, especially on the lower slope roofs, where sometimes it's three or four feet past the interior wall before we have enough space to get to the desired R R value. For us, that's an R60. So that's a lot of insulation, Denny. And when you're talking about a a space that goes from, you know, maybe 10 inches to two and a half feet, it's before we can get to the the right R value. There's at on the edge of the roof. It's 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 kind of tough. This is why I think one of the best things you can do is spray foam, because then you have a good shot at getting into the desired R value. You're at least sealing up all that air along that top plate, so none of, none of it can actually come back up and through, when essentially turning your insulation to a giant filter, which is what we see more often than not. Two minutes to go on the show, Andy. Uh, Texter says uh, Lindis installed a Trex deck on my parents' home. And they're wondering if they should shovel the snow off. Oh, there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot to shovel, too. Is that necessary? Yeah, and, I'm a, and not necessary, um, but I, I shovel mine off. You know, just be careful. It, it, it's not a Trex deck one. I'm guessing it's an Azek deck um, or Timber Tech. It w- would, be, would be my guess. Uh, the metal-bladed shovels can gouge your composite material. That's the only thing I would worry. I, I want to do it with a plastic shovel, and you should be okay. You don't have to do it, though. I'm not worried about the snow weight harming our decking, and especially with what we do with framing, Denny, it shouldn't be an issue. But if you're wanting to use your deck right now, yeah, you're going to have to shovel it, and a plastic snow shovel be be the tool to use. Well, as we head out of here, Andy, and thanks for the help as usual, we'll do this again next week. But if you want to call Lindis to schedule a free estimate, let's say on the, those GAF asphalt shingles or maybe Infinity by Marvin Windows, Leaf Guard gutters, all the stuff we've been talking about, get that free heat map analysis. Maybe you want an insulation estimate. Uh, I tell you what, here's that f- new phone number, easiest number to remember, 844-9-LINDIS. 844-9-LINDIS, or as I mentioned earlier, you can always visit lindisconstruction.com. And I hope you visit us again next week, Andy. We'll do this again, right? Yes, sir. See you then. Talk to you then. All right. Very good. Andy Lindis, thanks so much. 844-9-LINDIS. Areas of freezing fog, you may still see some of that, but we hope to see some sunshine uh, today here in the Twin Cities. We expect highs near 17 degrees. We're going to drop to one below overnight tonight, and then we'll get up to back to 22 tomorrow, 29 on Monday. So things looking up. Uh, Right now, uh, fog and mist report is still one degree above zero here in the Twin Cities. Denny Long thanking you for your company here on 830-WCCO.